As far as the home and away season was concerned, one and a half games clear with the Lions over the Tigers, sixth and seventh on the ladder, an elimination final. The winner of this one to play the loser of the qualifying final tomorrow night at the MCG. What a cracker that will be between Melbourne and Sydney. The third time in four years these two sides have met in a final at the Gabba. And it's absolutely set up for an absolute beauty. I'm surrounded by finals superstars in the box. Barry Denner with you. It's perfect conditions at the Gabba. Just looking forward to getting stuck into it in about an hour and 20 minutes' time. Plenty coming up on our pre-match. We'll get to that shortly. We're going to chat to Ben Hudson, Lions assistant coach, and Xavier Clark will be joining us from the Tigers a little bit later on as well, assistant coach. Well, let's introduce the team because uh, they're the more important people in here tonight. This man, a premiership pie in 2010 and All-Australian, the only player in the history of the game to play over 100 games with Carlton and Collingwood. He played 18 finals. And he's Triple M royalty, and he's flown up here. He's given his time for this game tonight, which is enormous. Dale Daisy Thomas, good evening. Good evening, Baz. Would rather be absolutely nowhere on a perfect Thursday night up here in Brisbane for what shapes to be an unbelievable contest. Lots of machinations as to what's going to go on throughout the game. The Brisbane Lions a little bit stuttery and stammery coming into this game with their form, but the week off would have done them the world of good. And for the Tigers, well, they'll be chock-a-block full of confidence after what was a great last month for them. Well, Days, uh, sitting next to you, oh, is an yes, AFL Baz. Hall of Famer. An Star. AFL Hall of Famer. Ever since he's won it, he wears a suit and tie wherever he goes. Uh, a football <laughs> icon as far as finals are concerned. Three-time Premiership Brisbane Lion. Norm Smith medalist. Brownlow medalist, if you don't mind. Three-time best and fairest. And has played 20 finals, has Simon Black. That's an enormous number. Days, you've played 18. That's 38 between you. But uh, Simon, Fenegham, you win everything. You're the sort of bloke that walks into the pub and buys the meat raffle ticket and you win it. (laughs) You just win it. That's not the case. Once a year you go into the Melbourne Cup sweep and, oh, your number comes up. Blackie wins it. (laughs) Blackie, great to have you here. No, Baz, great to be with you and days and listeners. Yeah, fantastic to to be at the Gabba tonight. Gee whiz, what a contest we're going to have. And, Oh, we Richmond, as they seem to do, they sort of come back, come good late in the year, and um, you know Brisbane, you know, the 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 been looking a bit ordinary, guys, to be quite frank, haven't <laughs> they, in recent times? So, um, but we are at the Gabba. Brisbane do play well at home, uh, albeit two Fridays ago that was uh, very dismal against the Demons. But look, I, I think the week off, as Daisy said really well, I think the the week off may do Brisbane uh, you know, well and enjoy. Be able to regroup after, particularly after the whole uh, Dane Zorko incident as well. So be able to refresh, but. Don't you forget, don't, don't, no, no doubt about it, this is going to be a cracking contest this evening. Well, what about this man calling the action tonight? Of course, uh, one of the preeminent callers in AFL football at the moment. He's an absolute star, and uh, his star is just continuing to rise, and I'm liking it. Uh, Liam Flanagan, good <laughs> evening to you. Good evening, Baz. Good evening, gents. I couldn't be more excited. All the things uh, Blackie and Daisy just mentioned, but also 
We get to see arguably the greatest big game player in the history of the game back on the field tonight. Dustin Martin yes. returns. Dimmers said he's at about 80%, but even an 80% uh, Dustin Martin is, is worth watching, despite, and I'm sure we'll get to it at some point in the preview, despite all the social media stuff and the breaking news around that video that's happened today, Dusty back on a park kicking a footy. It's what we love to see come finals. Absolutely, and, and as we know, he doesn't need much ball in hand, many disposals uh, to, to damage the opposition, and you know he's only played the eight games this year, so his match fitness probably is not going to be there, but as we know, Dave, he, he's such a match winner and big games, big moments like this, he always finds a way to, to stand up with his experience, you expect him to do the same tonight. It'll be interesting to see how they use him, whether or not he just plays purely that bear in the square and then hand it over to Brisbane to see what they're actually going to do. Do they sit someone just in front of him when the ball transitions out of the Richmond forward line? Or do they leave him down there and say, Richmond, look, we'll take you on 18 v 17. If you're good enough to pierce it, you can have one out the back and it might get us once or twice, but the other 20-odd times we'll be able to force forward half turnovers. We know that's so big in the modern game. So that's one of the little uh, byproducts that we'll be keeping an eye on. Don't want to start negative, Blackie. Absolutely don't. Well, don't well, I try not to, but uh, there's a bit of pressure on the line tonight. It's out there. It's at the Gabba. Uh, one win out of the last six finals. Um, saw Chris Fagan walking across the ground. Then we flanners earlier in the night just on his own before anyone got here. And uh, obviously a lot on his mind, as he would coming into a final. But how much does that play take you back to your playing days now. So how much does that play in your mind, these sort of, whether you call them hoodoos or whatever you want to call them, uh, little records like that that just don't sort of favour your way? Well, I think you, they're four years in now of, of top four finishes. You know, this the, well, sorry, the last three years they finished top four, and this year, obviously, they've made the final. As a Brisbane supporter, Brisbane fans expect a, an upward trajectory this year after their experience they've had the last three years. And I, I, the, the sentiment around town after that Melbourne game two Fridays ago has been really disheartening, really flat. Um, obviously, the the way they played, the way they were bullied, the way they were outworked by Melbourne, um, really disheartening. But, you know, you know what, we've, what Brisbane's got, they've qualified for a home final. There's an opportunity. They've had the spell. Can they have got enough resolve? Are, are they tough enough? That, that's the thing that I don't want to see from Brisbane. Are, are they tough enough? when they need to be. Are they tough enough for long enough? Um, are they willing to work hard enough through the middle of the ground as we'll dissect it as we go along here over the next hour? But the issues, one of the issues for Brisbane has been, for mine, has been their running ability through the middle of the ground, not being able to cover the ground. Melbourne outworked them. They're a very good running side, but if they can get beaten on the inside then beaten at the next contest just by pure turn up work rate numbers. And so for Brisbane, they need to be, they need to be um, tougher and they need to match the contest for longer. And um, Yeah, because there's, there's been a a lot of expectation. If they lose tonight, you know, there'll start to be a bit more pressure on Chris Fagan, which he has not had up until this point. I'm bringing the glass half full well and truly tonight, Baz. If you go to those one and five record, one of those was a one-point loss. The other one was a three-point loss. So it could very easily be 50-53 and three. Finals are bloody hard to win. Very good, very good effort to get here repeatedly. The pressure does start to build after tonight. But realistically, you know, you could... Be very much sitting here talking about a Lions side over the past year or two that has gone three and three in finals rather than that one and five. So if it does get close tonight, no doubt the Lions fans will be getting rather nervy, but we'll be, uh, yeah, as I say, I'm bringing it half full tonight. Well done, as you do. As I said in the intro, Flanners, <laughs> you blokes sitting next to us tonight, 38 finals between you blokes. That's enormous uh, numbers. For, and there'd be a lot of, you know, past players out there that would have been like, you know, would have been happy to run out for one. You know, what an enormous moment that is. But just take us into the space a little bit when it gets to the end of the year and you've got that opportunity for the ultimate. Uh, this is your first final for the for what is a four-week period. Uh, where's the headspace 
coming into a final compared to a home and away season? I want to hear from Dave. Play for the biggest country in the land. How was it for you at Collingwood? For me, Blackie, my mindset from, you know, I loved playing footy growing up and all I dreamt of was playing on the MCG on the biggest stage. So my, mens- my mindset going into those games was this is why you play. This is what you're out here to do. Go and do your thing. Everything that you've done in the moments leading up from your junior career, every practice session, every shot on goal, every hardball, every specky, now's the time to go and display it to everyone on the biggest field of what you've been waiting for. And, you know, for playing for Collingwood, obviously came some serious expectation of supporters. They didn't like bad losses, but... You know, I was uh, very much in the youthful exuberance part of my career for the first <laughs> probably eight years when I was at you the were. Pies playing the, the finals. Face. The we dreadlock phase. Mm. So, so, you know, I didn't know anything else. I played finals every year from the moment I walked in the door, and that's all the expectation was. You rock up, you go out, you play good footy, get to this time of year, and you don't book your holidays till October. Blackie never had the dreadlock phase. He was all sort of straight no. back inside <laughs> for, for most of the finals, but but spent a, had a lot of September experience, Blackie. <laughs> well, the first part of my career did funnies, but, yeah, the, the, the last 10 years, not so much. Look, um, I mean, that's, that's what you play for, isn't it? Absolutely. And, 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 and the, the weight of expectation and, and you know that, you know, that, that you lose home and away, the results doesn't mean too much, you know, really. But come finals and it's all on the line. And we, we, I mean, we had Lee Matthews in our corner. He was such a great person, a great asset to have as a playing group. Um, you know, talk about 2001 grand final. You, you play in Essen reigning premiers and the confidence that Lee brought, you know, I remember just before we ran out to play, he said, boys, make no mistake, you were born to be here in this moment. There's no other place on the planet that you're meant to be right here, right now, than the MCG is about to run out. And so, you know, run out there and embrace the crowd, embrace the atmosphere, suck in the air and this is where you're Jeez. meant to be. So oh, that's uh, just, it just makes me, you hear that, and it just makes you want to go straight to McDonald's because you can score a one-in chance to win the Monopoly game at Maccas. Ends on the 18th of October. Don't miss out for full terms. Visit mcdonalds.com.au. Boys, what a cracking group of finals we've got in, in week one. I mean, we can't just go through and dissect every single one, but look at Melbourne and Sydney tomorrow night in the qualifying final. What an incredible matchup that is. I mean, no one, well, you guys can, perhaps not many can really pick have been a pick a winner definitively in that one. Cats and Pies at the MCG Saturday afternoon. Freo and the Bulldogs, of course, we finish off on Saturday night. What a magnificent first four finals for this series. They've all got their own bits of intrigue, don't they? Obviously, Melbourne and Sydney. Sydney, actually, in the record stakes, have the wood over Melbourne. Won 10 of their last 12 against them. Seven of eight at the MCG. So, Melbourne go in red-hot favourites, but history tells us Sydney will be up for it. The Collingwood uh, Magpies game, uh, sorry, Collingwood Cats game is really intriguing. The wise heads of the Cats, Blackie, taking on that youthful exuberance of the Pies. And then we get over to the West to round it out with Fremantle, who haven't been very good in the wet. It's expected to rain. Nat Fife, who was mounting to come back as a real X Factor, he's going to be out for the Dogs. They lose Libba. There's all sorts of unknowns. It shapes to be just a ripping final series. Absolutely, and, and, and as you say, each four games have a different component to it. The, the, um, the, the Collingwood the Collingwood. Geelong game that fascinates me, doesn't it? I mean, just the fact that you look at Geelong, they probably they have been the best side all year, but the ability of Collingwood, the spirit that they've got, days and Euro Club, the ability that they've fought, if they can go and win that, imagine they go and win 
this grand final. They'll, they'll write movies. They'll make a movie about oh. it. Well, you know what it's like, though, when you are, and this is from a Geelong <laughs> point of view. They'll be insufferable. When you are the best team of the year and you've got the wise heads, yes. you've had all this finals experience, you have to be wary of a team that are coming in and just going to throw everything at you, including the kitchen sink, from the first bounce to the last bounce. It's not as if you can break them down at any point and then you go, okay, it's cue in the rack. They give up. They just keep coming and coming. So I think for the Geelong, for the players, maybe slightly different, but for the fans, I think they're bloody nervous down in Melbourne. And the Pies fans, I tell you what, they are up and about and they will be asking for players to come back, casting roles. I'll put my hand up. I'll play someone in the movie if required, Blackie. I will. Maybe, maybe a Jack Ginnivan, you know. Of course you will. Of course you will. Putting my hand up, I yes. am available, yeah. ready and willing. No shocks here in the box. No shocks at all. Daisy wants to be in the movie. And why wouldn't he be? Triple M rocks footy. Starting to rock and roll. Ah, beautiful night for football. Elimination final cutthroats. The Tigers are in town to take on the home side, the Brisbane Lions. It's perfect condition. Sell out at the Gabba. And looking forward to a real hot contest to kick off the finals in 2022 tonight. Simon Black and Daisy Thomas here with Liam Flanagan in the box as well. Flanagan's off the top. He mentioned Dusty Martin, and we sort of never got to expand on it too much. But obviously one of the great, well, the best finals player of his generation, I'm pretty comfortable saying. And... Possibly the best finals player of all time, as Blackie just bristles at me a little bit there. But he's got a little look hands there. Down the, he's a freak. So we can't underplay, obviously, his influence. 80% is the margin that they've said that he's about fitness levels, about 80% for tonight. So whether the Tigers are downplaying that or they're actually lifting it up more than what it is, but it's enormous for Richmond to have him back tonight. Isn't it? The morale within the playing group would, uh, would go through the roof with Dusty walking in, no doubt. And as Daisy said earlier, it would be interesting, fascinating how much time will he play through the middle of the ground and how much time will he go forward. And, and um, as you said, Daisy, around how will they try to isolate him? Like, they like to sort of clear the space out a bit for the one-on-one situation for him. So how that, how that all unfolds will be fascinating. But to have him back in the side, goodness me, the, uh, the spirit that will bring to the, to the Tigers' side will be enormous. The way that he's played his whole career really has been he's done whatever he wants in that Richmond side, whether he's just dropped out of the midfield and gone forward or come up as a forward and wandered through a stoppage as well. So I'm sure he'll have that licence. I don't expect him to get anywhere past halfway at any stage. We'll be surprised if he does because he does need to save his petrol tickets really. And the influence he might have may be in that last quarter when everyone is else who's covered a lot more territory in a a lot more ground. He's absolutely fatigued. If he's at 80% and only covered four or five kilometres just perusing that forward 50, come the last five, ten minutes, if it is close, he might be the one with a little bit more explosion, a little bit more of that up and go when everyone else is tiring. We know how strong he's still going to be in and around the footy and with his strength through that core. That's when he may have the big moments rather than early on in this one. Baz already gave the editorial on, on your finals careers, respectively. Was there somebody in your careers when it got to this stage of the season that rose to the level you just knew was perhaps more comfortable out on the field than everybody else when it got to this elimination final stage grand final stage Blackie was there someone I mean you played in three premierships was there somebody I imagine one name does bring to mind but I'll let you say it who was just more comfortable out there than the rest just before you answer that we'll get into grand level Zav Clark's joined us on the boundary line Richmond assistant coach and down there with Belinda Mellon of course for Bob Jane teammates Bob Jane teammates of course don't forget they look after you, buy through, get one free, plus instant cash back on top tyre brands. Call 132625 or order online today, bobjane.com.au. Good evening, Belinda. Xavier, you have got an enormous smile on your face down here. How good does it feel to finally be at the finals right now with Dustin Martin back in your side? 
Yeah, it's good to be back. And obviously, last year we missed out on, on finals, as we all know. And um, yeah, we, we love playing up here at the Gabwood. Last time we had a final up here was a pretty memorable one. But um, I think there's a thing, you know, you, Melbourne's been great, but it's also good to get up and have a bit of sun and a bit of warm weather. And it's just uh, a lot of energy in, and the boys enjoy playing footy up here. So, look, we're, we're happy. We're um, you know, excited for the opportunity and, and the challenge that um, tonight presents. Zav, Daisy Thomas up here, mate. The last time you guys played each other, round 20, it was a really intriguing contest. Though the Lions got out to a really big start. You guys came home really strongly. Have there been learnings from that game coming into this week? Yeah, without a doubt, uh, Daisy. We, um, you know, we took a, a lot away from that, and we adjusted a few things within game as well. We thought probably around the midfield, we got our hands on the ball a lot. We, our first possession, was, um, I think, was quite high that game, and by memory... We couldn't quite convert those clearances into, I guess, a territory game for us, and, and we started playing catch-up. So those small bubbles out of those contests where they can get it and go forward and score, we know they're a high-scoring side. So we adjusted, you know, maybe being a bit more stronger in the contest and from that point of view, which sounds simple, but it went a long way to us helping the ball and, and, and a territory game from that point of view. But the other thing is uh, we know if we can get the ball going um, quite quickly in our offence, it uh, goes a long way for us to keep the ball in our forward half as well. Actually, thanks for joining us. You, you, you've been at the Tigers for some time now. How, how do you rate the, the level of performance the team's playing at this back end of the season? As you so well do, you, you find a great form, a great, uh, well, you, you find great form. Where do you see yourself at in terms of your 100% capability as a team? Yeah, that's good to hear from you, Blackie, as well, mate. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, look, we're going, we, we think we're in a good spot, mate. We, we've adjusted some things over the past four weeks that's helped us. Um, you know, scoring, we've been scoring highly, but we also started to defend a little bit better as well. So that's one thing we had to put a little bit of energy in as well. But the other thing is we, we've had a lot of debutants this year. I think it's been a great a great um, an opportunity for us to get some young players in and we'll have a few boys play their first final tonight. So from that position, we, we continue to grow as a team. And while, while um, you know, guys like Shay Bolton takes his game to a whole new level, you know, Morris Rioli comes in and plays a role, Josh Gibkiss and these guys that have... Um, you know, come in and had an impact this year. Certainly, I think we're in a good spot, and um, we're playing good footy. You want to be playing good footy this time of the year, and we've, we've carried some good form into this game, so hopefully that continues. What about Dusty Martin? Obviously, a massive story down in Melbourne that he's back out there playing footy after. and wasn't sure if he was going to get back, and there's a lot of talk about his future. What can we expect from him tonight? 80% is, I think, the Mark Dimmer put on him. Is there a little bit of smoke and mirrors in that? Oh, look, he trained well during the week, and we wouldn't pick him if we didn't think he was going to be right, and he had a couple of key indicators that he hit, had to hit during training, and one of them was his high speed. And I think uh, fit, Peter Burge, our fitness guy, said he hit the highest speed he's hit all year in training. So, you know, that's enough for us to know that he's ready to play. And, you know, he's such a big player. I think he kicked six here, one of the finals, playing um, as a deeper forward. So, um, you know, we'll see what, what the game brings for us. The, the challenge is that, you know, we, we've got a young player now, Noah Cumberland, who's been um, fantastic for us in the past you know, four or five weeks playing a similar role. So our ability to be able to try and fit them all in and make it all work is, is what, you know, I guess what we get paid to do as coaches. But um, hopefully we, they, all those boys can have an impact um, forward of the ball. Days, Noah Cumberland, former Brisbane Lions Academy player. Lions oh, no, no, chips, they no. let him go, I can tell you. <laughs> Actually, we go into a game, playing the opposition, you try to dissect where you can pull them apart. How do you see the best ability to beat Brisbane tonight? Yeah, look, their stoppage game is certainly one of their biggest weapons. Um, Centre square bounce in particular, and um, you know, with with the big ruck dominance in there. But um, look, we have some you know, things around that where we can combat and, and make sure it's a territory battle. That I think I mentioned it before about the territory game. They're a high-scoring game. I think they'll two in the, the AFL for scoring, and we were number one. So I think whoever can defend the most and get territory um, on on this game is, is going to go a long way to winning it. But um, 
look, certainly they've got some really good talent in their midfield. They've got really dangerous forward. So we've just got to be mindful of that, get our matchups right, and um, hopefully lock the ball in our forward 50 when we get that opportunity. Zave, you going to run a hard tag with Lockie Neal, or is that going to be a team setup thing around stoppages? Yeah, it's a good question. We spoke about it at length, and you know, I think the last probably three games, he's probably had probably over 70-odd disposals against us. He's been a phenomenal, but we, we sort of we, we back our system in first um, from that point of view. If he's really hurting us and getting, like I said, that territory game and getting dominance and he's getting forward and he's finding targets um, and you know, the meter gain type um, aspect of the game, we'll, we'll have a look at what that looks like for us. But we'll back in our system first, and then we'll go from there. Apart from the bigger names out there tonight, obviously your Boltons, your Martins, the blokes that have been there and done it, is there someone that you're really excited to see get out there for maybe the first or second time in a final that you feel he's really built for this occasion? Yeah, I think probably Tyler Swansea is the one. Um, you know, he, he's been phenomenal really the last five weeks since he's made his debut. And I think after his first game, um, um, you know, Dion Prestia texted our midfield coach and said, oh, gee, I love playing with that kid. And, and you know, I think there's no bigger praise than a senior player, you know, you know saying that after one game because he sees the game well. He's got great ball skills. Um, he's got great vision. So I think tonight, you know, if we can get the ball in his hand, centre forward, things will happen. I think he's going to be a pretty special player for us in the future. Xavier, no more exciting sight than the Tigers in the final. So uh, all the very best tonight. It's going to be a good big one. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Xavier Clark uh, is, looks after the forwards. Assistant coach down there at the Tigers. And uh, there you go, Daze. There For, we go. Former Brisbane Lions player. Former Brisbane Lions, Daze. yeah. Didn't yeah. play a lot of footy. He took us up to the NT on a fishing trip one year, about four or five of us. And uh, he's a great man, X. Didn't he get excited when Simon Black jumped on the microphone? He did. It just it sounded like you hadn't rung him for a while, though. No, it's been a while, actually. Oh. I need to reach out a bit more regularly. Yeah, just sort that out <laughs> off here. <laughs> now, before Xavier interrupted, yes. I was asking Black End Days about those those finals players that rise to the occasion. We know Dusty Martin's out there tonight. Uh, you both played a lot of finals football. Was there someone you played with who, who just knew was more comfortable out there than the others when it got to this time of year? Oh, obviously, Vossi, our captain, mm. he, he was an amazing leader. Uh, loved the big stage, loved the big moments. And uh, when I think of Vossi, I, I think of him and how he just loved to drag the rest of the group along with him and uh, just just loved the contest. Um, and yeah, he was a sensational le- leader, as the footy world all knows. An absolute treat to watch Vossi was. I used to love when you guys, obviously, I was only growing up at the, uh, when you guys were at the peak of your power, Blackie, but geez, that was absolutely fantastic. Some of the finals you guys played in, obviously won against the Pies, where that famous moment, Vossi smashed into Burns and then got back up, fed you the ball, you kicked the goal, and then Vossi straight back to Burns. Those moments are live rent free in your head. Anyway, not the point. Dane's, Dane's one for me. Uh, oh, really? He's a, yeah, his ability to consistently perform at an unbelievable level and then come finals time find something else. He was always the one that when the game was tight and he probably doesn't get enough credit for how actually mm. tough he was in and around the contest. His ability to take body ball and all and then come out the other side, extract it and take some territory, really underrated. We all see the, the numbers he put out, but when you actually break it down, he was a star. Big and game player. Keep his feet. That yeah. was something Swanee was yeah. exceptional. Well, that's because he only took steps for about 15 <laughs> centimetres yeah. apart. He had that little yeah. duck waddle with his little butt, yeah. butt close to the ground, just shuffling yeah. through a stoppage. I like, the way, I like the way Flanners asked for a few players, but you both only offered one because yeah. I think you think you're sort of... Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard to make Comfortable at the level. Yes. <laughs> the biggest names, the biggest games. Please just call me the Oracle from now on. Triple M rocks footy. Perfect conditions on this Brisbane Thursday evening. The AFL Finals 2022 ready to get underway tonight with the first elimination final. The Brisbane Lions taking on the Richmond Tigers here at the Gabba. We're counting you down to the first bounce of this one. Liam Flanagan, Barry Dennis, Simon Black. 
and Daisy Thomas as well. Now, just before we went to the break, we were discussing those big-name players or those players that mm. rose to the occasion in finals. Obviously, Dusty Martin back in for the Tigers tonight, arguably the greatest finals player the game has seen. And, Blackie, you mentioned Michael Voss and what he did for that Brisbane Lions outfit, and then it was Daisy. You recalled that moment in the 2002 grand final when Vossi went head-to-head with Scotty Burns, and this is how our very own Brian Taylor called uh. it. Johnson on the left boot with a dicky, dippy little kick. It oh. went nowhere. Burns and Voss bounced off each other. Two of the hardest oh. nuts on the ground. Voss picked it up, gave it to the Brownlow medalist and Black, that and Black goal. That is as good. Voss. Voss goes up to Burns, gets him right in the nose, and says, cop that, I'm the best player in the league. <laughs> BT. Blackie had that on his phone. He did. He said straight to the bosses and said, I've got this audio Jeez. if you need. Blackie uh, enjoyed that. It is a nice reminder, though, Blackie. <laughs> we were just discussing, though. When you watch the players roll out tonight, it's one of the few times you're very envious that you still can't do it, that you're still yeah. not out there. Round one's one for me. When you go and watch Carlton and the Tigs open the round, when you get to finals time, for me and I'm sure for you, that's when you really miss it the most. No, absolutely. And, and this week off for the bye week between the finals, it's like Christmas being pushed back another, another couple of weeks, isn't it? Uh, it? It's real excitement here. You feel everyone walking in the stadium. Everyone's pumped up and about. So it is. It's what you play the game for, Days. It's what you play the game for. So uh, you've got to take your opportunities. When you've got a good squad as well, you've got to make hay when the sun shines as well, don't you? Well, Dusty's in for this one. Uh, we will get the full benches and the medical subs from Belinda Mellon uh, a bit later on. But the teams are in for the rest of the weekend, gents. Quickly, we'll roll through these. Feel free to chime in as we go through them. The Ds have made one change. Uh, Bowie has been, uh, Bowie, beg your pardon, has been omitted, and Christian Salem comes back into the side. Good uh, inclusion. Mm-hmm. Very yep. good inclusion. Yes, Wise head, good ball user, yep. what they need. Uh, no change for the Sydney Swans, and then the uh, Cats Pies clash. What about these returns for Geelong? Duncan, Cameron, and Stanley all back into the side. Ooh. O'Connor, Radigalia, Segler, and Parfit have all been omitted. Mm. Bit, feel a bit stiff for Brandon Parfit there, particularly. Absolutely. He's uh, been sort of uh, last in, first out a lot of the time throughout, not only this season, but season past as well. Stanley's the interesting one. Can be a bit of an enigma this time of year, so the Pies fans no doubt will be keeping close eye on that one. Pies just the one change. Taylor Adams back into the side. Uh, Henry is the Medisub and McRae's been omitted. Frio. Uh, Jai Amis, or not Amis, Amis would be his, his, his surname. Jai Amis, just his second game of footy. Rory Lobb back into the side as well. And Griffin Logue, Fife, that devastating hamstring injury he suffered during the week. Tucker, Meek and Banfield all out of that side. And for the Bulldogs, Keith Johannesson, McLean back in. Uh, McComb, Libba, Jaray and Bruce have all been omitted. Let's get down to Belinda Mellon for Bob Jane Team Marts B. Ben Hudson, how awesome to be standing on the grabber pre-final. Uh, let me take you back, though, to round 20. Do you revisit that game with your boys in the lead-up or do you just walk on from there? It was devastating, no doubt. Uh, you, you look at it. We looked at it after the game uh, and you revisit the parts you, you learn from. But as you said, it's, it's great to be out here. We're, we've earned the right for an elimination final, just like the Tigers, and uh, we've got a chance to advance to the second week. Hello, Daisy Thomas up here, mate. Look, I was going through your form as a club on the plane on the way up here this afternoon. And as a Melbourneian who sees bits and parts of the Brisbane outfit, I thought it was a touch patchy, but overlooking it and having a decent good uh, look at it, pretty much 20 of your 22 games have been really, really good. It's only the two games against the Demons that you've been buying off the park. 
Yeah, they're a little bit of our buggy side at the moment, but uh, on a positive note, Daisy, it's good that you've done your research because uh, <laughs> Rat Bailey was something about some dog thing you asked him, and he was uh, it look, wasn't rats, his dog. Rat, yeah, exactly. So, what your question again? Yeah, Melbourne uh, have had the better of us, and yeah, we've uh, we've been competitive in most our games, and we pride ourselves on that. And uh, hopefully, we can be uh, on the right side of the uh, ledger this evening. Hello, Blackie. Good evening, ah, mate. Blackie, you're back. Great to have you. My old I roommate. feel comfortable. Old, yeah, my old room, <laughs> travel roommate together. Uh, we've, the, the club's been such a strong scoring side over the last couple of years. How, how do you get that going tonight in a big final against a really good opposition in Great Nick? Oh, first of all, you've got to get that supply, but all that contest and, and get it in our forward half. And, and, and once we do that, yeah, as you said, we're a great offensive side. Will that make sure we win it? No, we've got to put in on the defensive side and, and stop, obviously, uh, the TIG's fast ball movement from turnover. But as you all both know up there, or everyone up there knows, that finals can uh, can go real quick, especially here on the Gabba. So it's our ability to take a deep breath and get stoppages where we can and, and set up the ground for us. When you see the teams come in and you see D Martin in for the opposition, how does the planning then change from Brisbane point of view? I don't worry because I'm, I'm a ruckman. I don't go anywhere near him. No, look, you, you know he's coming in and, and he's a great talent uh, along with a lot of their players. And we, we've obviously played with, when Martin's in the side, so we've got plans and, and we've, you come up with plans in match committee. Whether they work or not, we'll find out in about 20 minutes. But, um, yeah, he's a great addition. I'm pretty glad I don't have to line up on him just quietly. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because Shea Bolton has really jumped up and elevated his game this year, and you've got Dusty back in the side with a red-hot Bolton. So for Brisbane's defence, they're really going to be on their, going to be on their toes. And Ainsworth probably would have gone to, in my opinion, to Bolton. So have you got a plan then in place for him? And are you expecting Lockie Neal to have a hard run with tonight? Yeah, first question at the time. Yeah, no, we're going to put the <laughs> I'll guy... Slow it down for, I'll <laughs> slow it down for you, Hutto. Jeez, you've done your research tonight, <laughs> haven't you? Uh, the first question is, yes, Ainsworth will probably play, but we'll just, we'll just throw our debutant, Darcy Wilmont, who has more uh, confidence than you do, Daisy, so he'll be fine. Uh, your next question... Oh, I forgot that one. Oh, yeah, if uh, Lockie Neal gets tagged... Uh, no, look, we, we've got uh, plans for that. And, and to Lockie's credit, his ability to fight through it throughout the year has been uh, pretty good. But I just saw uh, Dimmer do a press conference and I don't reckon he talked about uh, Lockie, so I reckon we might be all right. I need to remember, Hutto, that when we did play together, we had to very much keep it very simple for you in there. So <laughs> well, I you were the same. Oh, hey, I, hey, I, hey. I was very much the same. So that's uh, it's good to see. We spoke about dogs before. What about the dog that got on the ground during training? Greg Swan, a man oh, I used to live yeah. with, he's brought his puppy to training, and the vision we saw... The coach was absolutely fuming. Yeah, Fags is usually cool as a cucumber. Um, yeah, nah, Swanee's just brought the dog in. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of things are illegal at the Gabba, but he's somehow smuggled his dog in. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's more famous than anyone else. Uh, I don't know if Fags actually knows it's Swanee's dog, but, yeah, he wasn't too impressed, let's just say that. And I don't reckon the little fella will get a gig next week. <laughs> hey, Hado, before we let you go, got to ask about your skipper, Dane Zorko. Been an interesting couple of weeks for him off the back of that game against the Dees. How's his headspace heading into this one? Is he is he ready to go? Are we going to see the usual Dane Zorko out there tonight? Yeah, I think you will. That's that's the Dane Zorko. And, and, and look, Dane made a mistake, and, and, and he's well aware of that. Um, he gets a chance to, to, to let his actions do the talking tonight. But uh, as Blackie knows, he's a competitive man and, and he'll put his front foot forward and, and he knows what he has to do from 
the attack on the ball and, and, and you'd think that Richmond, yeah, would probably get into him a little bit. That, that'd be silly if they didn't. Um, but yeah, Zorks is, yeah, he's had a really good week, especially the latter part of the week. We addressed it as a group and uh, yeah, we get a chance tonight to uh, yeah, perform well. Dose, you know that Hutto's had more clubs than you've had Neils in his lifetime. Which is a pretty good effort of late, Blackie, because I've had a lot of Neils. Says the two blokes in mansions, mate. I'll just leave a little dog box on the Gold Coast. Just have to pay my mortgage off. No, he's one of the greats. He certainly was, uh, and had a a couple of very good nights with him at the old Barkley back in the day as well. Hutto, thanks for that. We'll keep it very professional here. Who's one player, apart from the big names, apart from your Neils and Danaher's, who's someone, we asked the Richmond assistant, Dave Clark, this, Who's someone you're really excited about being on a big stage tonight? Uh, oh, he plays similar to me. He's got a booming left foot, uh, Kitty Coleman. Oh. He's uh, a terrific uh, young uh, player who's come out of the academy, uh, and he just yeah goes about it well. He's a ferocious attack on the ball for a lightly framed man, and, and he sees the ball very well in the back half. So, yeah, hopefully uh, he can uh, perform well along with the rest of us. Hardo, we appreciate your time. Go well this evening. Cheers, boys. Except for you, Daisy. <laughs> ben Hudson, Bridgman Lights assistant there, really uh, getting us fired up for this one. Oh, you know what I love about Hutto and used to play with him? And as you yes. just figured out there, the, you didn't have to tell him too much. You simplified it. You said, Hutto, hit it here. I'll do the rest. And if someone comes near me, hurt them. And he could follow that instruction implicitly. He loved hurting people. Now you can stream every AFL match live with Triple M footy. That is as good as you will see. Just download the listener app and select Triple M. The Brisbane Lions, the Richmond Tigers, elimination final. The winner goes on, the loser goes home. We are counting you down to this one. Liam Flanagan, Barry Dennis, Simon Black, Daisy Thomas. And this man joins us on the boundary for the first time this evening. Tom Brown, g'day Brownie. Good evening, guys. Good evening, Liam. It's great to be on. Uh, just in terms of, obviously, the latest boundary side, there's a great atmosphere here, for one. I mean, it's a warm night. You can tell it's finals, can't you? But in terms of the latest on Dustin Martin, I'm sure you guys have commented on it already. He just completed a pretty impressive warm-up. He's had so much pressure on him today, notwithstanding, obviously, these issues in regards to the video. Obviously, he came in under an injury cloud, Dustin Martin. You know, it's been well documented, I think, throughout the second half of the season that uh, I guess he struggled with football, um, you know, in light of this very sad passing of his father. And obviously, this controversy as well surrounding the video. So he's right to go, which is the important thing. No late changes. In terms of the AFL's position today, Gil McLaughlin's flown up here, the AFL boss, for this game. He acknowledged that it was a poor look, but I think he importantly said that the AFL and Richmond need to glean more facts from the video. According to Richmond, it was 2015, um, which is some time ago. And one issue with that is that it's pretty hard to gather evidence, particularly, if, for example, if it was a, a mad Monday or something like that. I mean, let's face it, there wouldn't be too many memories of that situation. Having said that, I'm sure the uh, integrity department and Richmond, that's the AFL's integrity department, will do an exhaustive investigation. There's obviously two sides to all this. Everyone's obviously mindful of Dusty's well-being, but at the same time, as Gil said today, they're very mindful, particularly of uh, women's issues, obviously with AFLW and, and those types of things. It's a very important issue, and I'm sure they'll do a, a rigorous investigation. It's a it's a poor look, as Gil McLaughlin said. Now, Brownie, there are eight teams that are not participating in the finals this year, and they move into list management mode. There's some big-name potential moves on the cards so far already. Talks of Brad Hill maybe finding a new home, Tom Mitchell as well, potentially looking for a new destination in 2023. What can you tell us on those two players? Well, I'll start with Brad Hill. St Kilda's position to me is they don't want to trade Brad Hill, who's on a contract worth as much as $900,000 a year. Now, I think it's become a bit of an open secret in trade circles that should a club put a deal to St Kilda, they would entertain that. St Kilda's official position, and from some top sources there, they tell me again that they really don't want to trade Brad Hill. But I do get the impression that someone's driving this. It's certainly not his management 
um, Colin Young, uh, but I do believe that Young's spoken to Hill over the last day or so, and I think we'll get better guidance from this over the next few days. But I think if a club, in summary regarding Hill, was to go to St Kilda and put a deal to them, for example, North Melbourne, I think like any play, they'd be duty-bound to look at it. Tom Mitchell's an interesting one. Obviously linked this week, I know Mitch Cleary mentioned, um, to Collingwood, which I think is really important. Look, the Pies are pretty busy from a list management perspective. Obviously, they're looking at uh, Bobby Hill, McStay playing tonight, a whole host of players, even Taranto. But, uh, geez, if they could squeeze Mitchell in, he'd be pretty handy. He's a good player. I just don't think Mitchell and Hawthorne have always seen eye-to-eye, particularly this, obviously, modern Hawthorne under Sam Mitchell. That happens from time to time. That's fine. And he's exploring his options. Tom, have you got any insight into Mitch Robertson and if, uh, if they lose tonight, his future? Yeah, there is a word here that I get at the Gabbard tonight that Mitch Robinson will retire tonight post-game if the Lions lose. So keep an eye on that post-game. We'll also, I think, importantly, get some guidance on Dustin Martin's future, notwithstanding this issue. I mean, you'd expect him to be at Richmond next year. He's got two years to run on a contract worth up to $1.25 or $1.3 million back end of the season. So that'd be massive money to give up if he was to turn his back on football. Having said that, you do hear loosely from sources connected to Dusty that, you know, he struggled at times with footy this year. So perhaps post-match will get better guidance on Dusty's future as well. I know Ralph Carr is up here, his manager, watching the game, but that was scheduled. He was here to watch that, notwithstanding these uh, issues this week. Tom Brown on the boundary line. Tommy uh, Baz here, mate. Uh, they're all talking about it in the back streets and alleyways around town, but you, you can sniff it out, no doubt. Are the Bombers any close to getting a coach? Well, the answer, Baz, is no at this stage because, oh. because for once, they're actually doing a process. They were criticised for not running a proper process when they appointed Ben Rutten following John Warsfold. And I know they've got a really rigorous panel and they're looking through it. I reckon they could pick up the phone and give Ross a call. But uh, they're running a process and they haven't contacted many or any candidates as yet. They want to put work into that list first. And uh, look, from a personal standpoint, I hope they contact Ross. I love him. But uh, we'll have to find out in coming weeks. Has the wording around their coach changed? Because they came out, they were very forthright in saying they wanted an experienced coach. Has that changed to other levels of experience in terms of assistance for long periods of time? No, I asked Jordan Lewis this exact question during the week at the AFL Finals launch and he said they need experience and that was his view but he'd keep an open mind was his wording so the question's obvious I mean you've obviously got Ross Lyon Brad Scott Nathan Buckley in that very experienced category and I mentioned Brad Scott quite specifically because I think he'd be good but then you've got that subcategory guys like Uze and where McRae was discovered from the Tigers it'd be weird if Essendon went with one of those guys having part of company with Rutten after two years one year after making the finals, but we'll find out. Oh, Tom Brown, been a busy day doing his good work as always down there on the boundary. Uh, Enjoy the evening, Brownie. Go well. Have a great call. It's awesome down here. Yeah, the the vibe is building. The gates are open. The crowds are are thumbing in at the moment. Blackie, you never considered going back to coaching after your little stint with with the Lions? No, very happy up here with you, Funnies. Yes. Been a great uh, journey so far. Underpaid and overworked is yeah. the word. That's what I'm yes. hearing from the uh, yes. from the black camp. Wasn't in your future, Daisy, at any point? Uh, no, I would have loved Ooh. to take on some sort of role if I did go down that path of the younger kids, uh, working mm. with them and seeing them progress. But in mm. terms of what you had to deal with, uh, obviously love the game, love talking about it, but very uh, hard to do it day in, day out, mm. repeatedly from 8am to 8pm and... As I said, overworked and underpaid yeah. are, are a lot of the assistants. Well, Triple M benefiting from the decision made by both of them. 100%, but uh, uh, our great man would be brilliant at that if the club's out there. Yeah, right? I feel like he could Daisy. give some advice on the haircuts too, bring yes. a bit of fashion back in. Get Mad Monday's footy trips. No. I've got all <laughs> of it coming. I'm glad he's up here. <laughs> That's Righto, what I was talking about. On the other side of this, we are counting it down to the bounce. It's the Lions and the Tigers elimination final. 2022 finals are underway for McDonald's and Reem Hot Water. Triple M rocks. Finals footy. 
Shut up. The foot is on Triple M. Triple M rocks footy. 